Hello and welcome to the Gambler Betting Podcast. I'm Selectabet and joining me to look ahead to this weekend's action in Norway are Greg Browning and David Weatherston. How's it going, guys? Yeah, it's good, thank you. Welcome back. Yeah, yes, thank thanks. you. Um, I was just going to say, no, no me on the podcast last week, but it didn't stop you guys hitting a few winners. Yeah, I think Dave was the star of the show last weekend with three or four. As always, Greg, as always. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it went quite well last weekend for me. Uh, corners at Sarpsborg, Bran scoring in both halves. I think Bran, what did it finish up? Was it 5 now or something they won again? And, uh, the romp to the Oboist League title continues. And uh, there was another one from goals in the Oboist League, which, uh, yeah, stole the show last week because the Olympic game was a little bit disappointing for goals. Yeah, just looking back at the results, it was all a bit tight in the elite season last weekend. There, yeah. huge late goal for Lillestrøm, though. Yeah, yeah, they, um, yeah, it looked like they were playing out what was going to be a disappointing draw at odd. But yeah, a late, I think it was ninety fourth minute maybe, uh, goal, and yet again set piece by Tom Peterson up from the back, um, heading home. A huge, huge goal keeps them keeps them in touch with Molde who. Look, yeah, they were the one with a penalty last week, but yeah, a really good result in Europe tonight, which we'll touch on. But holding the best old Christiansen, <laughs> a few seconds just to think about them. <laughs> Played twelve, lost eleven, one nil up away to Viking. A big, massive shock on the cards. Then they messed the bed and lost a ninetieth minute or eighty ninth minute goal. To lose two one as well, and just a really rubbish penalty. Like the defend, the striker just kind of running towards the byline, and the defender just hung his leg out, and just one of those things that you just wonder what he's doing. But um, yeah, just last week, David, we spoke about Rosenborg not to be touched in that match away at Olesund, and yeah. then we also spoke about Rosenborg corners away from home, often poor. Under four point five was the call. I think we looked at, wasn't it? And there was four. Rosenberg Corners. There we go. Want to keep an eye on. Always yeah. not lost. <laughs> and no Lille Strom this weekend, David? Yeah, I mean, we talked a lot last week about the, the fixtures, so how, how teams have got sort of four games different in the table. Um, so, yeah, this is just one of the games that Lille Strom played earlier um, in the season that got moved so that they could have a break in between their European ties. That's a bit scary, but now it matched day 16. Yeah, it's flown in, eh? Yeah, 17 officially. 17, yeah, officially 17, yeah, yeah, just for Viking, isn't it? But yeah. yeah, we're halfway through the season already, which is pretty scary. Yeah, and speaking of Europe, uh, David, a uh, kind of mixed bag for the teams in Europe this midweek. Uh, Glimped probably the biggest shock of the week going down 1 0 to Lincoln. Yeah, and I th- yeah, I think really disappointing. They missed a few good chances. Linfield backs to the wall and. Uh, just a really sloppy goal at the end. Hoybrotten gave the ball away and Flinfield finished it off. Um, I fancy them to turn it round and bowl the next week, but uh, it's never easy to get break down a team who are determined to hold on to a lead, so it'll be an interesting one. Um, yeah, what, what price do you think they turn next week, if you've not looked already? No, I've not, but about the 1-5, yeah. It's probably 1-5, 1-6 probably. 1-9 is the early price. So, yeah, cool. To be fair though, you put £9 on, you, wouldn't, you get 10 back. <laughs> yeah, good, good luck with that. Uh, responsible gambling and all that. you know. But um, Tonight, as you say, Mulder, good result yeah. against Elsborough, a good 4-1 win for them. 
really good uh, night. Um, Molde one 0 down at half time against Swedish Elfsborg, but um, fought back and won four one. Huge, huge win at home gives them probably the chance to take it a little bit easier uh, next week, and, and they can probably play full strength at the weekend. Um, apart from that, Viking had the really tough tie away at Sparta Prague and yeah. got a nil nil. Um, really good result, I think. Really good result, think, yeah. Cracking result. Yeah, I think Berisha, who um, their star man, he's he's been out injured and also now um, has not turned up for training because he's trying to push through a move to Hammerby. I think when you see Hamilton there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, he's he's trying to push through a move to, to Hammerby um, or Hammerby. Um, so yeah, he's not been playing. So really good result for them. And uh, finally, Lee Listerin. They went to Finland uh, to play SJK and a good 1-0 win for them should, yeah, put them in the driving seat for a home game next weekend, mm-hmm. uh, next week. And we'll maybe start at one of those teams, Greg, if you don't mind, uh, that you, I don't know, I was going to ask if it comes, it's coming into your thinking this weekend. Viking got a tough trip to Volarenga and you quite fancy Volarenga this weekend to, to beat Viking. Yeah, I think Viking, obviously... Factoring in the fact that they have had a really tough game in, in Prague tonight, as David said, that was a terrific result tonight. But Volerenga, despite David's best attempts to get the manager sacked, he's <laughs> pretty safe at the moment. He's won his last yeah. two games, uh, a 2-1 win. He's heard me, he's heard me. <laughs> Pod, Podcast listener. Podcast listener, yeah. A 3-0 win at home to Christiansen was followed up by a really good result actually last weekend at Sarpsborg to win 1-0. So a decent result. I'd, I don't think Viking away from home have been great, to be fair. I think they've only won two of their six away games. And you could probably argue Viking are obviously quite high up in the table, but Volrenga are clear favourites to win this game at 6-5, mm-hmm. which I was a little bit surprised about. But I guess it's probably based on the fact that one, Viking's away form hasn't been great and Volrenga have picked up over the last couple of weeks. So it's not going to be massive stakes, but I just think Volrenga here might just do enough at home uh, to get the win. And happy to take them, as most of our bets are, to be fair, on the channel and on the podcast at odds against mm-hmm. at 65. And does Berisha look likely to play again for the King, David, or is, are we expecting him to go anytime soon? <laughs> yeah. I think I think we're going to be expecting him to go, yeah. Um he has been injured, which is why he'd been out originally. But um, I was on the, the Viking forum the other day, just checking out what's going on. And um, yeah, there's a chat that he's not turned up to training and stuff. So um, I think they've he's agreed personal terms with yeah. Hammerby, and it's just a matter of them accepting a bid. Um, which I think they have to. Uh, do you know what? It's, I mean, it's a it's a big club in Sweden, but I think it is a bit of a sideways move, yeah, for him. Um, probably it'll be more money, I'd imagine. Um, but he's done very well for Viking. I think he probably could have got a little bit of a better move in the mm. in the, the winter. But he's twenty. I think he's about twenty nine. Uh, so he's getting to that stage where he's, he needs to. He's only really got one decent move in him left. Um, He's 28, yeah. So I think I think it's a little bit of a sideways move, but you know he wants to do it, so I think it's it's probably it's probably going to happen quite soon. And how much of a, a focal point is he for that Viking team? 
yeah, I mean, he's he's the main man. He's the captain. He is the driving force up front. He's just a, he's a leads by example with his work rate, and and he's the top goal, and he's the main goal scorer. So yeah, yeah. He's, he's a huge focal point. They've really missed him. Uh, him and Tripic were both out. Tripic is back now. Um, uh, yeah, he's back. He got a suspension. He came back from injury and got sent off. So he's he's back now from that suspension uh, for this weekend. But. I actually looked at Bollering myself and quite fancy that they've looked a lot better the last two weeks, um, especially last week. They deserved to win and against Sarpsborg. And I think, yeah, I think the price looks, it's probably shorter than I thought it would be. I thought it would be quite similar, the prices weekend in Bollering, but I quite like them to win this weekend as well. Yeah, I think a, a look at the league table would probably put you off Bollering at, at 65, but once you can ask that to unravel the background of Viking just now then, it's not a bad show. Yeah, I think the yeah, and in between huge game. Yeah, in between the Prague games as well. It's just yeah. a it seems like a tough spot for them. Yeah. Okay, so that game's on Sunday. We'll jump back to there's a couple of games on Saturday. Uh, Bodo Glimt v Yerf. Glimt one to six to win. David, uh, this looks like a prime David Wellison special. <laughs> The price isn't good enough. Now I think um, it's a tough one. This uh, there's just not there's not any value really anywhere in this game. And considering that Yerv, to be fair to them, have managed to put in some good defensive performances um, this season. Um, I think they've been a little bit better than I expected them to be. Um, without yeah, without looking like. I still think they'll go down. I still think they'll finish fifteenth. But mm-hmm. I think they've they've done all, they've done all right. But um, away from home, five defeats in a draw. Uh, they've only conceded fourteen goals, though, which is a lot. But at the same time, they're they not losing three, yeah. many goals either. Yeah, they're not. They're not. And Glenn aren't battering anyone either, um, unless apart from Sarpsburg, who came out against them. I, I just don't think. It's going to be a high-scoring one. This they, they, they've got their eye on Tuesday night. Um, I think they'll rest a couple of players. Maybe although Knutson doesn't generally do that. Um, they've got their injury issues. I just think this is going to be. I think they'll win, but I think it will probably be a little bit tighter than the, the odds suggest. As Greg says, we're kind of approaching mid-season. I suppose this is obviously a game that Glimp should win, but you know they can't really afford to let. The teams above them get too far ahead of them now. They can't. Mulder, Mulder are playing well, and and if Glint win what well, their game in hand, I, they would still be five points back. And yeah, Mulder, Mulder look pretty good at the moment. They've only, they've lost a couple of games, but um, I think they're just getting better and better. And they've got a lot of players out injured as well, Mulder, who who are to come back and and make things stronger. Yeah. Okay. The other game on Saturday is. Sorry, really just good. on that note. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yep. are eleven to ten to hit four corners. Now, I don't think they will. I think Borussia will probably dominate this match. And as David says, they're not shipping that many goals. Yeah, at the moment, so could probably be an angle here, possibly on match corners or Borussia corners, just depending on how the game uh, pans out. But that's going to be something I'll look at and share on the channel. Yeah. Also, just just while we're on Glint, um, Olas Holbacken has apparently agreed terms with Roma, um, but it's not until winter. So it looks like he's going to be here for the rest of the season, which is a huge bonus for Glint. Mm-hmm. Um, and what will be in a, 
like an important autumn. But um, yeah, so he so he looks set for Roma, but not until the winter. And I just jumped on the, the Eurosport there to see if there's anything else happened. And Berisha has apparently agreed. The, the transfer has been agreed, apparently. So uh, it's just a matter of signing signing on the line, I think. Breaking news. Uh, what kind of fee is uh, Solbach going for? Uh, end of contract. Oh, nice. As so often is the case. Yeah, yes. yeah. Okay, um, the other game Saturday is Rosenborg v Tromso, and Rosenborg, Gregor, a team we've kind of flirted with a wee bit this season, but looking at their, their form, they're actually in really good form, aren't they? Yeah, decent shape, Rosenborg. They've picked up some good results. Um, it was a tricky match for them last weekend at Osund, and as we said, probably best left alone. Mm. But at home, they've been improving. <sighs> Looked at corners for this match, um, probably topped myself out of it, given the fact that Tromso don't see that many corners in their games and Rosenborg at home, to be fair, do hit some decent numbers. I think the home win's probably the right way to go with this one. I think I'm going to spend a little bit more time looking at this game and again, if something pops up, I'll put it on the channel. Yeah, and David, Tromso probably overperformed a wee bit this season but brought back to reality a wee bit last weekend. Oh, sorry, the weekend before. Uh, it was their last yeah, game. Yeah, the weekend before, yeah. They've not played, they've not played yeah. since the 10th of July. Um, last week, they was called off because of the, the pilot strike over here. Um, yeah, the last game they played was was Molda away, and they lost 5-1. And Tromsø have not won since the 12th of May. Um, that was a 1-0 home win over Vollering. At, they've only won twice this season. Um, the, but, but the draw specialists, yeah. um, they've drawn seven. But this is a... I think this is going to be a tough game for them. They go to Rosenborg, who are unbeaten at home. Um, they've won four of their six home games. Um, they be, in fairness, they've had pretty easy home fixtures. Um, they've had Yev, Christensen, Tauguson, Sandyford and Odd. Uh, they've also had Molde. So five of those are bottom half teams mm. who you'd fancy them to win. But they've won four of them. Drew with Haugesson, Drew with Molde. Um I just think that at home, they'd look far more comfortable playing on the grass, big, wide, open pitch. And I think they're going to be too good for Tromsø. I think the price at 10-11 uh, looks pretty generous for the home win, and I'm happy to back it here. Yeah, as you say, they've kind of been flat-track bullies a wee bit in terms of when they've come up against the teams in the bottom half, haven't they? They have, yeah. I mean, even away from home, they won away of Wallerenga as well. It's their only away win. Um, Although Volering is a big club, they're a bottom, they are a bottom half team this year. But yeah, last week was a bit disappointing. It was a really pretty much a dull nil nil. Um, but yeah, I think this week they'll get back to winning ways against a team who are a little bit undercooked after a really bad result two weeks ago. Mm. Okay, so you're going with Rosenberg to win 10 to 11 thereabouts? Yes. Yeah. Uh, 10 to 11 best 6 5. I wonder if you'd be able to get even somewhere. Possibly. I've not looked around. Um, but we'll have a wee recap of the tips once we get to the end of the podcast. Uh, moving on to Sunday, we've touched on Molda this season, uh, sorry, this week. They are 70-10 to win at Sandyfjord. Again, as you said, it's kind of sandwiched in between a couple of European ties, but they've given themselves a wee bit of a cushion tonight, which might allow them to kind of take things a wee bit easier um, over the course of the next two games. Yeah, and, and Sandyfjord's home form has been really poor this year. Sandyfjord have lost uh, lost three, drawn two of their five home games. 
um, just really struggle to get things going there, which is a surprise because they've done all right away from home. They've won five of their eight away games. So, yeah, that's probably why they would have conceded so many corners away from home. It's because of the <laughs> matches and defending yeah. for the last half yeah, an hour. That's, that's probably true. Yeah, I mean, just a really strange anomaly that they've not won a home game and they've won five away from home. Um, but yeah, Molde, I just think they're, they're looking better and better um, every week. They've not lost, um, I keep referring back to it, but they've not lost since that 4-3 turnaround when they were 3-0 up against Reeking back mm-hmm. on the 7th of May. Since then, they've just gone from strength to strength. Um, injuries has been a huge issue, but they've managed to deal with it. And just last week, Magnus Eichrim, uh came back off the bench. That's a huge bonus for them. They're sort of star man, chief creator. Uh, Ola Breenhilton is due to come back this week, maybe more likely next week. Um and yeah, I think they're starting to look they're starting to look better and better and gonna be really tough to catch them. Yeah. Greg, it feels like every podcast the update is on what the current price was is on mode to win the league. Yeah, it's ten to eleven now. Is it? I think it's very fair. Hmm. Um obviously Bora Glimp have got game in hand. So each week's important for both sides because very very rarely do both sides play in the same day. Mm. So I think with obviously European action as well, you'll tend to find now that they will start playing on a Sunday. Um, possibly those Sundays playing on the Sunday night, 7 p.m. UK time kickoff. But yeah, I think the 10 to 11 on Molda still looks pretty good. But you have to say, Lowestrom, to their credit, are still up there. They've yep, got three in there. Yep. That was a massive win they got last weekend. So um, yeah, fair play to them. Yeah, and you mentioned uh, Sandy Fjord corner stats, they have the worst record away from home, conceding an average of 10 every game, but word of caution is, is that Molde don't really win many corners, considering how how well they've played this season, and you know, obviously top of the league. Yeah, there's two things here for that, I think number one, I've looked at Sandy Fjord's corners, and as I said before they, although they, they concede 10 per match, you have to look at that, probably dig a bit deeper, because they concede most of their corners away from home mm. I think away from home they've shipped double figures in five or six of their games. But at home, they're not shipping that many, to be fair. So I think Stanley Fjord are definitely worth backing away from home for corners and best left alone at home. And as you say, Moda don't tend to hit that many corners anyway. So I think for me, he's a match best left alone. But I agree with David, Moda should get the victory here. Yeah, Moda's 7-10, to 10, David. Yeah, I'd fancy them to win, I think. Um... Yeah, I just think they're they're full of confidence, especially after tonight as well. And mm-hmm. although Sandefjord have got a threat on the break, Mohamed Ofkir is having a really good season for them. Uh, he's one to keep an eye on, um, but I do think Moldo will get the job done. Yeah. Speaking of corners, uh, as we have been doing, Haugesson v Sarpsborg is on both of you guys' shortlist this weekend for corners bets. Uh, David will go with Greg first because he's sent me over a, a few very clear angles in terms of what he's looking at. Yeah, I think Sarpsborg have been a firm favourite now probably over the last five or six weeks. And it's no surprise why. I think the corners that they're hitting are, have been tremendous. I think they've hit five or more now in nine of the last ten. They've hit seven, five, six, six, nine, six, four, six and eight. So hitting some pretty solid numbers. And as David got involved last week as well, match corners, they've hit 17, 12, 13, 14, 13, 12. So six of the last six games have seen at least 12 match corners. 
on the flip side to that though, away from home, they do ship a hell of a lot of corners. They've shipped 8, 12, 7, 11, 7 and 7. So they've shipped 7 corners in each of their last 7 away games. Uh, but they have hit 4 or more in 6 of those 7 games. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of Sarpsborg element of it. Haugesund, probably not hitting that many on the road, but at home, some decent numbers. They've hit 4 or more in all 7 home games. And they've hit 5 or more in 6 of those 7 home games. 11, 7, 4, 9, 5, 6 and 5. So I think this is set up nicely for both sides to hit corners. I do think Haugesund will win the corners match bet at 10 to 11. Uh, I fully expect them to hit at least five, if not six. And the race to five corners for Haugesund is even money. And you can also get quite a nice angle on Haugesund to hit three corners in each half. That's something that's happened in 13 of the 14 halves away from home that Sarpsburg have played. But I've gone for a double, and we've done really well this season so far on a corners double, especially team corners. I think we've landed in the last four or five. So I'm taking Haugesund over 4.5 match corners and Sarpsborg over 3.5 match corners as a bet boulder double, and that pays even money with bet 365. Yeah, that's, that's a nice angle, and that's a great start about the Haugesund corners in each half. Yeah, hit some really good numbers. And I think you could have picked four or five corner bets from this match, to be mm-hmm. fair. Uh, but I think the other one I like the look of is over 11 nation corners at evens. Now, over 11 corners is six to five. Sorry, over 11.5 corners is six to five. So I'm more than happy to get the safety net of yeah. money back if there's, if there's 11 corners at yeah. even money. Yeah. Okay, David, you had sent through, <coughs> uh, in your own words, corners <laughs> at Haugesund game, of course. Um, I just wonder if you managed to find an angle uh, to get on the corners at Haugesund. Or are no, you going to have to jump on yeah, no, I, I, that, um, that Asian line one was the one I had, the, the over 11 Asian corners at even money. Yeah, as I said last week, I'm just going to keep backing corners at Sarpsborg games until it loses. Um, <laughs> It's been every single game except one, this bet would come in. So, yeah. eh, no, sorry, two, there was an 11. So every single game, bar one, you would at least get your money back. But yeah. that was only one game you'd get money back, your rest would be winning. So, yeah, I'm just going to keep back on it until it stops. But I don't see it stopping this weekend. It's great to see David get involved in the Asian lines. It warms my heart <laughs> to see him get involved in the Asian lines. Well done, yeah, David. I'm growing up. <laughs> I'll, I'll really celebrate when he starts quoting fractional odds, though. Oh, that's never going to happen. He's not old enough for that. No, probably not. Uh, another corner uh, market you are looking at is in the Christiansen game, Craig. Yeah, Christiansen, uh, modern day Bolshina, uh, bottom of the league, losing every week. But they still are cracking, hitting some pretty solid numbers. But what I would say is the bookies now are very, very wise to that, which is a bit disappointing. They travel to. No, they don't travel to odds. They're at home to odds, sorry, on yeah. Sunday. Now, when you look at odds, not hitting many corners away from home. In fact, look at their last five games. They've hit three, four, one, four, and two. So they're not hitting that many corners. They've actually hit four, four or less corners now in nine of their 15 league games odd. And they travel to a Christensen game who have hit over 4.5 
in quite a few of their matches. I think they've only failed to hit four or more in one of their 12 matches this season, Christiansund. So the, I guess the key thing is, when are Christiansund going to win a match? Yeah, this weekend. I'm I think this weekend is yeah. they've got a very, very good chance. I, I do. I know David sees a lot more of them than I do, uh, but I've just got a feeling in my bones that they may get a win this weekend and Odd might be the right team for them to play. Um, but in terms of the market here, it's quite difficult, actually, because the bookies are really smart for this one. They've got some ridiculously odds on uh, Christiansen. So Christiansen over 5.5 match corners is just 8 to 11, which I think is a disgrace. Although it's right, it's still a disgrace. <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not having the fact that they're bottom of the league anymore, they are really, they? They really aren't. And fair play to the bookies for identifying that, especially when it's 11 defeats from 12. So I have looked at some of their angles here, race to five, minus one. Um, also, to match corners. Christiansund can take solace from the fact that they've won the last three meetings against Odd. 4-2, and 4-3. Um, and I think also Odd have only won two of their away matches on the corners match bet. So 2-7, they've won away from home. So looking at the numbers here, um, quite happy to take... Um, Christian's doing it at home on the basis that one, they've hit eight, eight, twelve, four and three corners in their home games. And that four was against Bora Glimt and three versus Lowestrom. So two pretty tough games. I think at home against Odd, they could probably rack up five or six corners here. Yeah. So on that note, I'm going to take Odd, uh, Christian Sund race to five at four to five. And I also like the look of Christian Sund minus one corner at 11-10. Yeah, I think Christensen's tactic really should be to sign a seven-foot striker, because all, <coughs> all these corners that they're, they're winning, they should just be lumping the ball into a box and getting somebody on the end of them. Um, this weekend, David, is this when Christensen get their first win? Um, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, there's a lot of trouble with Christensen just now. Um, financially, they're not in a good place. Um, and they have sold two of their best players um, this last week. So, yeah, I think um, I think they are definitely going down. I just think it's uh, um, they need to yeah get some pride, get some pride going because otherwise they're going to be um, officially the worst team ever. I remember when we started doing this, how bad all the students were. <laughs> um, so yeah. If Christian Sund are worse than all of that would uh, <laughs> be quite not, be, not be great. Yeah, but as you say, Greg, they've won the last three meetings against the odds, so no time like the present, eh? Well, they're going to pick up a win at some point, and to get to this stage of the season, 12 games and without a win is embarrassing. Yeah. They, they will win a game at some point, so um, who knows, this weekend might be this might be the time. However, I don't really care if they win or not, as long as they get some corners. <laughs> indeed, indeed. <laughs> uh, last but not least at the weekend is from Scotset v Hamcam. David, that's a live game on Sunday night. Yeah, um, I thought Strom Scotset were far too short considering their, their current form. It's not been, not been great. Um, they didn't play last weekend either. So they've had a couple of weeks, couple of weeks off to think about things. Or yeah, 9th, 9th of July was their last game. So, yeah, their home form is usually pretty good. Um, you'd fancy them to win, but Hamcam have 
well, I said John Sue with the draw specialist. Sam Cam are actually the draw specialist. They've drawn, <laughs> uh, they've drawn eight of um, of their 14 games so far. So three wins, eight draws, three defeats. Usually keep it tight. Um, don't score many either. Um, so, yeah, I think this will be quite a tight game in, uh, in the Raman. Uh, yeah, I know bet for you. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. OK, we'll have a wee look at Obus League as well and Brand's procession to the title just continues at pace, David. Yeah, uh, it's almost pointless now, isn't it? Like just, you should probably just let them go up. Uh, 39 points are already 11 points clear. They're unbeaten. They scored 44 goals in 15 games. Um, last time out, it was a 5-0 win away at Rauphos, who were coming in on the back of five wins. So uh, it was supposed to be a tough game, but yeah, they just blew them away. 2-0, I think it was at halftime. Um, just too good for this division. Too many good players that shouldn't be playing in this league. And um, it's just going to... I just don't see them... I don't see them losing this year. Yeah, well, it's now, what, 15 games, 12 wins, 3 draws? Yeah. Can they go through the season unbeaten right enough? I, I think I think they will. The only way that would stop them is if they take their foot off the gas once they've won the title. Mm. Which is amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, saying that, I mean, they are only nine points clear, to be fair, um, which they're a fairly healthy lead at this stage, I suppose, but still plenty of work to be done to secure the title from here on in. Uh, one team you do like the look of this weekend, David, is Rauphos. Yeah, as I say, Rauphos went to, or played at home to Brand last week and took a beating, which I'm just going to ignore because I think it could happen to anyone. But if you look at their previous games, um, it was five wins on the bounce. Um, Osana, Shade, San Nezulf, Mjöndalan and Shuraz Blink all, uh, all beaten and this week. They go to Shade, who are, yeah, they are, they just keep losing games, basically. They've won two games and they've lost the rest, so it's two wins and 13 defeats, um, which is not going to not gonna get the job done. Um, they're currently just sitting in the playoff spot, so they're not actually in the automatic relegation spot. But um, their form... Yeah, it's obviously not great. They lost three to Osana last week. They lost at home to Berina, which is a game they kind of had to win before that. Um, and before that, they were hammered by Vanheim. So I think this game, Ralfos will be looking to get back to winning ways. And I, th- I was quite surprised that they were so well priced. They're 2.45 uh, to win at Shade. And yeah, I- I'm happy to take that on in a single and as part of a, a wee... Uh, probably some sort of Hollywood treble on uh, on on Sunday afternoon. Yeah, so that's twenty ninety twenty on the away one there uh, in old money. That game's on Sunday. Uh, yeah, that's on Sunday at two p.m. UK. Yeah, and then Greg, we've got our regular five games on Monday at five o'clock. Uh, one of which you quite fancy goals in. Yeah, I think last weekend was fantastic. There was seven out of eight games over one point five. That beyond that one, one nil was only one. It didn't go from 1.5 and shock I was on that. Um, <laughs> there was six out of eight over 2.5, two five nils, two three twos, a two two. So again, lots and lots of goals. What you'll find though is that the bookies aren't giving you much of an odds on a team to score two goals now. No, uh, no. The Ranheim match is a, is a great example of that. They're a massive price for me to coffer Ranheim on Monday, yet they are only six to four. 
to win to score two. So five to two to win the match, but six to four to score two. That's a massive, massive difference. And it almost puts you off back in the six to four on the two goals because you'd rather have the five to two than to win. Yeah. But there's so many games in this league where both sides score at least two goals. Mm-hmm. So it really depends how greedy you want to be. But I would probably rather take the Ranheim to score two at six to four, to be honest with you. Yeah. David, you have similar thinking in terms of goals in this game as well. Yeah, I don't hate that at all. I think it, that um, Koffer, uh, Koffer game could easily be a 2 2 draw. Ranheim often score, score plenty of goals and can see plenty of goals. They're a team that we've been quite keen on for goals quite often this season as well as for wins in fairness um, I did look at that price uh, 3.5 but yeah I, I, I do prefer the 6 to 4 as well for, for Greg but um, I like the goals in this one last week we were on Ranheim's in Songdale game it was over 3 Asian goals was uh, paying 1.85 and that game finished 3-3 uh, this week over 3 Asian goals is better than evens at 2.05 can get um, 2.53 at 1.825, which is pretty good. But I'm, to be honest, I'm quite happy to take the 3.0 line uh, for better than even money. Um, Ranheim are uh, 30 goals, 23 conceded so far in 15 games. Koffer, 27 goals, 24 conceded. Um, it's two teams that will certainly attack. Koffer's um, home form, home form has been decent and they'll fancy the chances of uh, of beating Ranheim but um, Ranheim usually go away from home and attack just the same as they do uh, at home and I think yeah I just think over three goals in this game is it looks like the favourite one my favourite one for the for the week in Obos. Yeah and that Asian line's always really helpful because the over two and a half goals is only got to know one is only what's thirteen to twenty. Bet three six five, yeah. but as you say, you're getting even money with the comfort of getting your money back. Um, yeah, and there's been at least three goals in the last nine Ranheim games, mm-hmm. um, and and the last five there's been at least four. So it's it's worth yeah for for better than even money for something that's happened in the last five games. I think I'm quite happy to do that one. Yeah, indeed. Okay, anything else in Obus Ligan before we wrap up? No, nah, other than the fact that uh, Grorud might win a match, maybe. Played 15, won none. Yeah, I'd like to see yeah, a match. I think it's a tough one for them. I think Fredericks <laughs> had a way too good for them. But yeah, sure. Yeah. Brina as well. Like, they've got Shuros Blink, who we touched on last week, just back against them just now. Yeah, just back um, against them every week. Was it 5 0 at the weekend? Yeah. Uh, Kongsinger beat them at home. So Yeah, I mean, that's Kongsinger as well. It's not even a good team. So yeah. <laughs> Brina, they're not great. Uh, they've won some. They've won three games and they've won some important games. And uh, sure, I was blinking absolutely tumbling towards Division Two. So, Brina better than even money away from home. It's pretty good as well. Yeah. So, the question is, will Grorud or Christensen win? Who will win first out of those two teams? Yeah. Christensen. Ooh, I think Grorud will win first. <laughs> oh, let's see. Have we side bet on here? I think. Okay, doc. Uh, I think that's has covered everything. Can you guys just recap your bets this weekend, Greg, if you can start us off? Yeah, so Haugesen v Sarpsborg on Sunday. We've got a double here. Um, well, a bit more a double. Haugesen over 4.5 match corners and Sarpsborg over 3.5 match corners pays even money. And I'm also taking over 11 Asian corners at evens in that match. Uh, moving on to the odd 
uh, sorry, Christensen v odd match. I am taking odd uh, Christensen race to five corners at four to five, and you can also take them uh, minus one on the corner handicap at eleven to ten. And moving into the Obus League, in taking Ran Heap to score two or more at six to four. Okay, and there might be more on the channel. Yeah, I'll have another couple of bets on the channel from both the Elite Azerian and the Obus League in, um, probably tomorrow or Saturday morning. And David, your bets this weekend? Yeah, uh, starting Saturday, um, Rosenborg get home to Tromsø, and that's the home win. Happy to take the home win, and that is 10 to 11 or 1.9 on the uh, decimal. Um, on Sunday, similar to Greg, Haugesund, Sarpsborg, over 11 Asian corners, even money. Uh, also on Sunday, Raufoss to win at Shade, and that's 2.45. And on to Monday, and Koffa versus Ranheim, over 3.0 in the Asian line, and that is 2.05. Good stuff. Okay, that's us for this week. Don't forget, you can follow Greg on Twitter at Browning84Greg, where you can also find details of how to join his private betting channel. And you should keep an eye out for a season ticket offer next week, Greg. Yes, yeah, so we'll start the Scottish League season next weekend and for the third season running we'll be doing the season ticket offer where you'll get a full year's access for the price of nine and I think the last two seasons that's paid dividends with what £2,000, £3,000 profit for both seasons for your, um, off the back of your outlay so yeah, definitely yeah. worth getting involved in. Yeah, the only season ticket that actually pays you money I think. Exactly. Um, so, yeah, keep an eye out for that. I should also mention, just we're talking about the Scottish season, we recorded a podcast with Paul Petrie earlier today, um, just covering some of the anti-post options on the Scottish markets as well. Yeah, it was really good, actually. We always invite uh, Paul Petrie on this time of the season, just to run through what's happening in Scottish football from an anti-post perspective. And we, I think we've identified some, some really good value and some really good angles for the season ahead. So, very much looking forward to the return of Scottish football. Yep, so that's available now. Make sure you don't miss that. And of course, you can follow David on Twitter at dweatherston11. And as we mentioned every week, you should follow his blog as well, which is at davidweatherstonfootball.com if you want to read a bit more about his views on Norwegian football. So that's us for this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening and best of luck with your bets this weekend. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Thanks, guys.